Welcome to the show guys, this is Athlete Maestro and the goal with every single episode of the show is to help you break your mental and physical limitations in sports as well as come up with a strategy and a plan to achieve your sports goals. We do that through three episodes, Monday, a successful athlete that you can learn from, Wednesdays like this, we talk about something topical or I do an interview with an expert in the world of sports and Fridays, Strictly Motivational. On today's episode guys, I want to play with you a select edition episode. Flashback to three years ago, episode 341, when we looked at perception versus reality in sports and what you must know as an athlete. There's certain things in sports, guys, that are pure perception. It's just perception. It's not the reality of what is on ground. And I explained in this episode how when you started playing your sport, it was all dreams, right? It, it was all, uh, I won't use the word fantasy, but you, you imagine something magical and special. But by the time the competition starts coming around, it's time to switch, right, from that perception to what actually operates on ground. So I broke it down and I shared with you perception and reality, what exactly it is you must know as you trudge on this journey in sports. And it's still as relevant to you today. Three years ago, that's when this episode aired and it's just as important today. This episode, guys, is brought to you by my free email course, on how to build your mental toughness. Athletemaestro.com forward slash mental toughness. Athletemaestro.com forward slash mental toughness. That's where you get an introduction into how you can begin to change your mental game. Turn it around for the best that it can possibly be. Athletemaestro.com forward slash mental toughness. When you signed up for that free email course, come back, select edition perception versus reality in sports and what you must know welcome to athlete maestro a podcast tailored for athlete development improvement and peak performance and now here's your host quickly let's get into it i hope of course you have gotten that plan that's a token. I mean, it's nothing compared to what you would have to sacrifice in terms of you not achieving your sports goals. So perception versus reality. And the first thing that young athletes do or the first perception that they have is that sports is going to be smooth sailing. That there are not going to be any obstacles. Now, of course, you know, you start out playing sports probably when you were three, four or five years old. There was no pressure. There was nothing at stake. Uh, there were no consequences for setting action. So even when you had to play in school competitions or inter-school competitions where you played with other schools, obviously, if you lost, I mean, you go back to school yes it might be painful but there were no consequences there was nothing really at stake if you won or you didn't win that game everybody literally just went about their business but you see as you begin to get older as you begin to get to the point where this is actually what i want to do and i'll give you a perfect example so if you go across to england and uh, the way the football system works in that climb you will find out that to get into the academy for many of these young guys is actually a dream at that point in time oh wow i'm at the arsenal academy i'm at the manchester united academy it's always so huge for them at that point the fact that they are just in the academy well, you see what they forget or what they don't remember at that point in time is that being in the academy is just the first step you have a host of other guys 50 100 in certain situations that are competing with you now how many athletes who go into the academy 
end up signing professional contracts for that particular club the percentage is very low this is part of the perception that i'm talking about you see young athletes have that perception that everything is going to be smooth sailing that there won't be any obstacles and that eventually that dream is going to come to pass guess what what's the reality guys there are going to be so many obstacles along the way now the obstacles can come in different comments they can come in the form of competition they can come in the form of injuries they can come in the form of not having the right coaches or having someone coach you the wrong way for a certain length of time which of course kind of destabilizes you then you have to do extra work to work around that situation it comes in terms of you being so close to achieving your dream and of course losing out on that opportunity for whatever reason it is the reality of sports guys is that it is filled with obstacles and i'm sure you guys would have seen this on instagram at some point where uh, they would put two pictures side by side and they will show what i thought success was versus what success actually is and of course what i thought success was is usually just this straight line you know with a finish line at the end of it where of course you cross everything is smooth sailing everybody is so happy whereas on the other picture where what success actually is then you have all these bombs then you have the puddles then you have the sand pits and all of all those things before it gets to the finish line that is the reality of sports guys so if you're a young athlete and you're listening to my voice right now you're listening to this podcast right now athlete master that's why I started the podcast because there was so much perception that I had growing up versus the reality of what I eventually went on to face. So what you must understand, guys, is that it's not going to be plain sailing. So when those obstacles come, what do you do? You tell yourself that this is part of the realities of sports. So you don't go crying. You don't go quitting. You don't tell everyone that this is not for me and I'm stopping it completely. Guess what? Because you know better and you know that obstacles are a part of sports that's the first perception guys the second one guys is that you can perform without training now i see this so many times and i discussed this when i spoke to alan stein jr when i brought him on the podcast you know we talked about varying degrees of topics so if you have not listened to that episode go back and listen to that episode we talked about training and the importance of training for young athletes and then we talked about the unseen hours see one of the things that i've noticed especially as it relates to young athletes is when it comes to the training aspect you see everyone just wants to get to the game everyone just wants to get to the main point part of the meal so to speak if you want to call it that without actually going through the process now say for example you wanted to prepare a meal you wanted to prepare spaghetti you wanted to prepare whichever meal it was it has to go through the same process you boil the water put the ingredients on fire uh, you add some salt maybe you add maggie as well you add all these other things that are going to make the dish nice and of course when it's done you taste it to see if it's actually gotten to that point if it's not you retain it on the fire maybe add some more ingredients try to switch things up a little bit before you actually get the meal guys it is the same thing with sports now when we were growing up and when you started playing your sports obviously the training aspect of things was not that important i remember playing sports in secondary school and when it was time for training that was the time that most people grumbled the most because all this jogging around all this stretching all these other things people didn't want to do it all they wanted to do was to actually play the game was to actually get into the meat of the situation which was the actual competition which was the game that we wanted to play at that point in time guess what guys the reality of the situation the reality that operates in sports is that what you do in training is usually what you're going to do during the particular game you don't train you don't perform during the game so when i get questions from young athletes and they tell me how it's difficult for them to perform in games first thing i always ask is how, what's your training like how do you train under what circumstances do you train who works with you who watches you when you're training guys the perception is that training is not important and that you can perform without training so say for example someone wakes me up for my sleep today and says tola there's a match somewhere i can go out there and perform you see depending on the level of competition that is at that tournament 
tournament, if it's a professional tournament, or if I'm just going to play with school kids, that would determine how effective I am going to be. If I'm going to play with school kids who are between the ages of 7 and 10, I mean, obviously, you could wake me up from my sleep and I would still deliver. But if I'm going to play with professionals, guess what? I need to have trained for a certain length of time before I can deliver the goods. Your training is important, guys. So the reality of the situation is that training is important and you cannot perform without training. All the things that you see, Steph Curry do, LeBron James, Kevin Durant, all those big guys on the big screen. How do you think they're able to do that? They have mastered those situations in training. And that is exactly one of the things that I talked about with Alan Stein Jr. in terms of what these guys do on a daily basis that gets them to perform under the bright lights. You see Floyd Mayweather Jr., you see how hard he works in training. That is how he's able to execute under the bright lights as well. That is number two perception, guys. Number three is that eventually your talent will be discovered. Now, previously on the podcast, I did a podcast. I did an episode on the business side of sports and how sports is actually a business. And this particular perception reminds me of music of the music industry nowadays. Now, if you go back into maybe the 70s and the 80s, probably into the 90s as well. You see, if you're a good musician, eventually you get found out. So just you know, put out your music and uh, people will find it and they will see how good you are. And of course, the record labels will come coming. But fast forward, guys, to the 2000s. And of course, now, as we are in 2019, guess what, guys? The fact that you're good, everyone is releasing music on a daily basis. Instagram is filled with musicians. Twitter is filled with musicians. You have all of these guys all over the place putting out their music. So if you don't understand the business side of music and how it works, how someone can package you, how they would manage you, how they will release you to the press, how they will get you to radio stations, guess what? You're not going to have a career in music. Guess what, guys? It's the same thing with sport. You see, the fact that you just believe that eventually your talents will be discovered is one of the biggest perceptions that I've ever seen. And of course, this is supported by the movies that you're going to see around. I remember watching Go when I was, how old was I then? can't remember which class I was then. Uh, with Santiago Munez, you know, moving uh, to Newcastle, you know, the agent went to one of these kickabout games in the U.S., saw him playing, told him to find his way to Newcastle, signed for Newcastle, then Real Madrid came calling, ended up playing with David Beckham and all of these guys. Guess what, guys? That is part of the perception that we're talking about. So you see so many young athletes nowadays, they believe that because they're good, they'll get discovered. Because they're good, somebody eventually will see them and they're going to have a storybook ending like the Go movie where, of course, the guy eventually, uh, you know, starts living this lavish lifestyle. Someone that came from poverty, driving Ferraris and all of that. That is the perception. What is the reality of the situation, guys? The reality is that you have to understand how sports works. You have to understand the business side of sports so that you put yourself in a position to take advantage of all of those things. So people are not finding you. How do you make yourself found? Can you make videos? Can you make tapes that you put on YouTube? Can you approach clubs directly? Can you stalk out agents? Now, use that word stalk deliberately so that you get them to see you and then take a decision on you. Take a decision on whether or not you're good enough but if you're just sitting back in your living room and believing that people are going to find me now it doesn't matter i'm just using sports i'm just using football as an example same thing applies to track and field you want to get endorsements and you believe that eventually they're going to find me eventually uh, they're going to know where i am uh, probably in the local news everyone knows me and my news will travel far guess what guys you're living in a perception age stop watching all of those movies those movies are geared to suck you in so to speak to believe in that fantasy story in that dreamlike story where of course eventually dreams will come true eventually everything will work out eventually it would all happen the right way for that athlete guess what guys 
that is not the reality of the situation the reality is that your talent would not get found out you have to go into the situation and of course there are going to be athletes who will tell you about exceptions to the story guess what guys you cannot live your life by exceptions you have to live your life by the norm yes out of a million people there will be one person that it happens to there will be 10 people that it happens to but what is the correlation between 10 and 1 million you have to live your life according to the norm and not the exception um i think that's number three right yeah number four is that coaching is overrated now so i see many of the, all these young athletes who believe that they can do it on their own they believe that they can be a one-man soldier and of course they can attest to that and talk about their upbringings and how they did it all by themselves they trained themselves they got to the point where they are and again you see this with all these movies so you see with the guy who does his push-ups in his room then he goes running all on his own then eventually he goes into the gym where the guy sees him and he says oh, wow where have you been working out who have you been working with who has been training i'd be like oh no nobody has been training me i've got it myself up until this point and of course if he goes on to have a storied career in sport guess what guys that is another perception guys it is exceptionally important that you understand the reality of the situation is that coaching is key coaching in sports is key look at all the great athletes from Usain Bolt to Michael Phelps they have all had legendary coaches in their corner that is what has given them the edge that is what has pushed them to be better than others because it gets to a point and again we talked about that in that interview that i did with alan stein jr we talked about it and how it gets to a certain level where every athlete is gifted every athlete is fast every athlete is strong but you see what is going to separate those guys now becomes skill sets now becomes their mental toughness now becomes the coaches that they have in their corner so the fact that you thought that you could do this on your own the fact that you thought that you can go it alone and i can be a one-man soldier guess what guys leave that perception aside the reality of the situation is that you are going to need to be coached. So you're a marathon runner. If you're just going and running in the desert seven days a week, it's going to make you a world-class athlete like Kenanisa Bekele or Haile Gabeselassie. Guess what, guys? What you're forgetting is that there's tactics involved in marathon running. So who are the pace setters? What pace do you maintain? Do you know that for the first lap, you're supposed to kind of go fast? They're supposed to decrease your pace up until you get to the later laps where, of course, you then begin to push again. Do you understand all of those things? You cannot understand them if you do not have solid coaching bioxide. So if you leave your living room now, if you're in the gym, wherever it is you are that you're listening to my voice right now, understand, guys, that you need coaching. You can't see yourself in third-person perspective. We're going to talk about a quote on Friday where it talks about you getting feedback. So how are you getting feedback if you're working on your own? Now, of course, if you're worried about how there are inadequate coaches out there, there's a previous episode, guys, that I've done on what to look for in your coach, how to know that your coach is the right person for you. Go back, listen to that episode when you identify a coach that you want to work with ask yourself those questions go through that list that i gave you of the things that that coach must possess if the coach doesn't have that then you switch and you change and you start working with another coach it's exceptionally important guys that you have a coach in your corner that is the reality of this situation um i believe this is number five yes strategy as well is not important now of course i've told you about my story and so many of the mistakes that i made down the line in terms of decision making and of course last week we did an episode on how to make better decisions in terms of asking more questions talking to more people getting getting more perspective, getting more views. It is important, guys, that you understand that strategy is important in sports. So which team do I play for? Which uh, coach do I work with? Which agent do I work with? Now, I'll give you a story. Exact, um, I'll give you another example 
on this point about why strategy is important. So I know this athlete who went on to sign, uh, is a track and field athlete, and went on to sign with an agent. And of course, in track and field, if you understand how track and field works, is that you have agents by the lanes, depending on the sport that you play. So if you're a 100 meter or 200 meter athlete, then you have a lane one agent, you have a lane two agent, you have a lane three agent. Now, obviously, you know that lane four, five, and six are the prime lanes when it comes to 100 meters and 200 meters. So you have lane four, lane five, lane six agents. Those guys are always cream of the crop. So this guy went ahead to sign with a lane three agent. Now, of course, that is not big, but it's close. And the guys that were on that agent's list as well were guys who were running fast times. So obviously, in terms of priority, that agent only gets one lane at a particular race. So if they're racing in Spain, maybe they're racing in Portugal, maybe uh, they are racing in Acapulco, wherever it is, that agent only gets one lane. So if he looks across at all the athletes that he has, he's going to look at the athlete who is fastest, who can get extra endorsements, who can get recognition, and of course, provide more opportunity for that agent to make a name so obviously that athlete is going to find himself down the line now the guy was telling me that if he knew better he would not have signed with a lane three agent you probably have gone with a lane eight agent or a lane one agent or if he was going to sign with a lane three agent he would have signed with one that didn't have many superstars on the roster strategy guys is important how good is an athlete if that athlete doesn't get a race so you keep saying oh i'm good i'm fast you know i'm running sub 10 seconds i'm running these times but we never actually see you in a race. That is because of the wrong decision of signing with the wrong agent. Now, of course, if it's a one-year contract, two-year contract, three-year contract, you're actually stuck with that agent. You want to break that contract, you have to pay to break that contract. So never ever underestimate the importance of strategy. And you see the same thing in football as well, where the agents will tell you that go to Turkey first. From Turkey, we'll probably get you to Norway. Then from Norway, you can make your way into the English Premier League or you can make your way to the Spanish Liga or some of these big clubs or go to the US first. Guess what? You make one one wrong turn, one wrong decision, and maybe you go to Israel, maybe you go to Morocco, or maybe you go to the Ivory Coast first, and you believe that, okay, I'm going to spend one year here, and then I'm going to make the move to a bigger club. Guess what, guys? You might be in Ivory Coast for five years. You might be in Ivory Coast for six years, and you have still not made that move. Strategy is important. Guys, let me quickly run through you guys. Perception versus reality in sports. The first one is that everything is smooth sailing, and there would not be obstacles. Obviously, you know that is not a reality. Number two is that you can perform without training nothing happens without training guys number three thing is that eventually your talents will be discovered that is one of the biggest perceptions that we have in the world of sports today number four thing is that coaching is overrated if you don't have anybody guiding you massive massive problem guys and number four is that strategy is not important I'll just give you an example and there you have it guys so i hope that by replaying this episode if you listen to it the first time all well and good I'm sure that you have seen that, look, it's not as you thought when it was much younger and a lot of the things that people propagate around sport is not the reality of what is actually on ground. So the sooner you know, the better and quicker you begin to act because in sports, trust me, you rarely get second chances because time is going, right? The World Championships, how many years are they? Every 4-4 four, four years. The Olympic Games, every 4-4 four, four years. World Cups in football, every 4-4 four, four years, right? You cannot predict what is going to happen every of those 4 years. Even in sports like tennis or basketball, right? The one year before a major Grand Slam or before the NBA Finals, a lot can change. So the better and the quicker you know about the perceptions and the realities in sports, the better it will be for you. So that's why I did that episode back then. And it's very instructive 
to replay it for you right now if you haven't subscribed to the podcast so that you don't miss great episodes like this what are you waiting for what your rating and review and of course you subscribing to the show does is that it elevates the podcast makes it worthwhile for people who search and find it and know that hey this is a resource i can use to achieve my sports goals trust me it's the best podcast there is for any young athlete out there you learn the mental you learn the physical you learn the strategy angles of sports which are game changers for you athletemaestro.com forward slash subscribe athletemaestro.com forward slash subscribe that's where you learn how to subscribe and to leave that rating and review if you have any questions whatsoever send me a mail tola at athletemaestro.com tola at athlete maestro.com i'll catch you guys on the next episode of the show remember knowing it's not enough you must apply willing it's not enough you must want to go out there learn all the lessons you can right from this episode i want you to go out there and i want you to be a maestro today and every single day